This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q1.5M, the transformative relationship between a man and a woman. Dread has written three main points regarding M. First, accelerating fellowship requires relational rhythm. A high-impact man who has gotten his relationship with himself right naturally begins to accelerate his fellowship, his healthy relationships with those in proximity. While fitness is largely an inward-seeking endeavor, fellowship is primarily outward-seeking. It is the sum total of a man's relationships with his family, friends, and community, the people he will most directly impact during his life. Keeping those relationships accelerating throughout his lifetime takes as much daily discipline and attention as it does to maintain his weight and waistline. Secondly, the M is the high-impact man's most important relationship. To foster relational rhythm, the high-impact man rejects the imagery of weight and balance in favor of a vision of his fellowship as an array of concentric rings, like an archery target, which we call the concentrica. At the bullseye of the Q's concentrica is his M, his relationship with his wife, the one upon which all the other relationships are founded. The M is the high-impact man's transformative relationship because through it he becomes something new, legally, practically, and spiritually. Before marriage, a man is an I, but afterwards he is part of an us. The high-impact man aims most of his arrows at the M because if that fails, the rest of his relationships will fail as well. Finally, accelerating the M requires both skill and love. Marriage is not easy. It's not supposed to be. But because he never quits working at it, the high-impact man ultimately develops the skills he needs to enjoy life with his wife. To avoid commitment relationship malpractice with his wife, the high-impact man focuses on five points of marital preparedness, which include these two. There is no 50-yard line, and your wife is not your best friend. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion from a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet talking about M. You know, I've had enough of this already. Uh, let's Why go ahead and roll. roll the open. Let's roll the open. Yeah. And, and we're, we're back. back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. Which takes us to the M, I believe. I was going right? to say, so speaking of which. Speaking of which, is the M, which in our uh, idiotic numbering system is Q1.5, if you're following along at home. Mm -hmm. First quadrant, the get right. Fifth Q point within the first quadrant, the get yep. right, uh, yep. which is the M. Yes. Um, and, and it's the first one that is focused elsewhere. Uh, that's the a very good point. The rest of them are point, kind of right. pointed on you. That's right. Right? That's right. And now you're getting right by it, looking at your relationships. Right. And it is the uh, transformative relationship. Yes between a man and his wife, transformative relationships. The M is the first of the 
of the of the concentrica. So the next mm-hmm. few are, are are about the concentrica, and that is just the um, the relationships in a, in a man's life. Yeah. Um, it is with the M, as we learned a couple weeks ago, is standing for, for most important relation because yeah. we could call not, it the T, but you know, eh, whatever. Anyway. So, uh, good point. Fitness, uh, King Queen Jester. Mm-hmm. That's all inward seeking, getting right with oneself. Fellowship is outward seeking. This is getting right with the people that are in your relationship, mm-hmm. in your in your yeah. relationship mm-hmm. concentrica, who are the people who most of your energy is is going to be focused on, obviously. Right. Uh, however, like fitness, uh, fellowship, these five relationships that we have require acceleration in the same way. I mean, you have to give it daily discipline yeah. uh, to make it work. Uh, so this is the M at the center, obviously. Mm-hmm. Shorties are the second ring. Shield lock is the third. Whetstone is the fourth. And the fifth and final ring is mammon. That's the outer ring. Yeah. So uh, transformative relationship, first, wife. Uh, sacrificial relationship with shorties, second. Horizontal relationship, shield lock, third. Mm-hmm. Vertical relationship, whetstone, fourth. And then sustaining relationship, mammon, fifth. fifth. Uh, anticipating a uh, uh, a mixed egg. Um, what about everything else out there? It's out there. Yeah, that's right. It just doesn't belong in Well, what about my parents? Well, you know. They're out there. They're out there. Yeah. Right. Uh, Your parents don't sustain you. Well, they don't. They shouldn't be at this point. Well, it's, they may have out there and have their own priority system, but I would say that uh, once you've reached adulthood, your relationship with them becomes less intense. Well, and it's not that you don't focus on that or have any relationship with them. It's just that there's not necessarily daily discipline required to keep that relationship in rhythm and acceleration anymore. Also, anticipating another uh, another mixed egg would be, well, what about my kids? We leave the house. Yeah, it's going to change. Yeah, yeah. It's going to change. So shorties basically in the house shorties is what we're talking about. Yeah, these Uh, are the... Right. Pre, pre-18. That's right. Or whenever you kick them out. All right. So that takes us uh, into the first uh, spur, first spur, which is accelerating fellowship requires relational rhythm. Um, and relational rhythm is kind of our F3-ish way of counteracting the cultural bromide of work-life balance. Yes. Which we re- reject. We call that an it's open a lie. Yes. It's a lie. It's an open bomb. I mean, it's a perfectly, I guess, reasonably sounding thing that's... Uh, actually works so that, it doesn't mean anything yeah, yeah. yeah it just doesn't work i mean you can't balance things that are not static right you can weigh right. things like you can weigh you know you can put you weigh this table. you can weights on the left side of a, right. a, a, a scale on the right side you can put celery and say this celery weighs right. you know 4.7 ounces right you know you you, you can do that you can, weigh toddlers you can't you weigh can, toddlers <laughs> right. not well you can, can, i guess you can you weigh can their you, i guess you can somehow. weigh their their weight but you can't weigh yeah. what you can't weigh is how much time and energy you need to put into them that's sure. what we're talking about oh, and i also just meant because they move too much you oh they move too much you can't keep them on. yeah people are physically speaking yeah it's it, tough yeah it's like a killer on the road it's just squirming like a toad right that's right you know you can't you you, you can't <laughs> that's you, not the song that's not the song you, you can't you can't do it yeah so balancing trying to balance something so i've got my wife my relationship with my wife in balance said so, so you can take everything in your life wife children all these other things and then balance them against work like wait a second if you even if you were going to do that you know it should be much more yeah it's right? a terrible idea it's a terrible idea so i just you know we'll just reject that uh, yeah and and it also because it also leads you to, to look at relationship with your wife for instance as one that you can control mm. you know dictate yeah. the terms right. of that, again right. that is static in some way that's right that, yeah. so you say because because you can't balance something unless you control it 
Yeah. Right. The squirming toddler is perfect. Good luck, right? But yeah. you know, a, a grown woman with her own thoughts, desires, and, and needs, whatever, you don't get to control those. Well, and you shouldn't seek to. You should, and you shouldn't seek yeah. to. That's right. What you should seek to do is serve them. Yeah. And that comes from preparedness rather than seeking to control. What it is is kind of a dynamic equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was explaining this one day during a workout, and uh, guy looked at me and you know looks at me and says. Uh, uh, I think you should, it's dynamic, dynamic equilibrium is what you're talking about. So, Hey, that's, that's that sounds pretty good. I'll take yeah, that. <laughs> I'm completely stealing that. That's, that's really good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not balanced so much as, as getting things in, uh, rhythmic, mm-hmm. uh, synchronicity, I think is probably the best way to look yeah. at it. If you look at it. So we use this image of plate spinning, right? And if you remember right. that old kind of old timey deal where a guy would vaudevillian put, vaudevillian sort of, yeah. put up, uh, pull cues, Right, right. And then play on, spin them, and then run down, get them all spinning. Yeah. By the time he gets to the end, he's got to run back. But then they they run out of energy at differing times. Right. Like, it's not you go all the way beginning. Like, the third one starts to teeter, right? Right. And that's your life as a man. You don't know where it's going to be. You don't know where it's... You know, one day, you got a kid that needs a lot of time and energy. You know, the next day, work needs a lot of time and energy. Right. You know? Like, when I'm in the middle of a trial, man, I'm spinning that plate. Right. You like got crazy. To. I got a kid going through a crisis, I'm spinning that plate. I got a guy in my shield lock who needs a lot of uh, help on something, well, I'm spinning that plate. Like this week, you know, my CEO lock meets weekly. This week we met twice. Oh. You know, because we had a particular issue that we had to help a guy with, help a guy think through. Mm -hmm. So that plate got an extra spin. You know, when he requested that, I guess I could have said, well, no, I've got you in, you know, complete know. balance. And, you know, <laughs> we met on Tuesday. Your plate is spinning. And, you know, you weren't there because you were out of town, so we didn't deal with your issue. And I guess that's, you're just, that's, you're just going to have to think about that. No. <laughs> we will well, table the motion until that's right. next you time. Haven't, you haven't done the guy any good at all, right? Right. No you much of done, Yeah, that's right. So that's why control just, you know, this perceived power to dictate behavior in events. That's what control is, yeah. you know. Whether it be somebody's attitude or the weather, you know, you just not can't control it. Either way. Either yeah, way. Any organ. You know, you're better off... You're better off preparing to serve them and getting an umbrella, you know, because right? it's outside <laughs> yeah. of your control, yeah. right? It's yeah. outside of control and Absolutely. it doesn't work. All right. right. Second spur. First spur being, as we just said, accelerating fellowship requires relational rhythm. Mm-hmm. Second spur, the M, is the him's most important relationship. We alluded to that earlier. That's what right. the M actually stands for. It doesn't stand for marriage or missus or anything or mom like that. Or, yeah. So when a guy says my M, what he's really referring to is the relationship. Yeah. It also can mean, you know, my wife. Right. It, it, yeah, it refers to that person, but really it's the the relationship with that person. Yeah, that you're right. Really, yeah. Right. It's and that when most I, important relationship. And when I ask a guy, you know, like a, a blade, you know, uh, is your re- relationship accelerating, decelerating? Because I kind of go through right. that, uh, walk through the get right. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, I'll say, is your, is your king accelerating or decelerating? Are you working out more? Are you you're going you harder, work harder? Out you know, or, what are you yeah. doing? Same thing with your M. Is your is it accelerating? And, and initially, a guy will say, oh, she's doing well. I said, that's not what I'm asking right. <laughs> I'm asking you what you're doing to serve her. Is that accelerating? Right. Are you finding ever and better ways to do so? Not whether or not she's happy. That's right. based on circumstance. That's based on how she feels. And that is outside your control. Yeah. You can be doing everything to accelerate your M, and she could be becoming decreasingly unhappy for other reasons, but that doesn't really have anything to do with it. Right. So, so uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say. So, if I ask you, Frank, is your relationship with your M accelerating? You could say yes, and then saying she's desperately unhappy. <laughs> that that's sad. No, but it, but you're working to serve. Right. You're working yeah. to serve. If your if your if your mother in law uh, dies, sure. 
and you spend yeah, the next you week go. spinning the plate with your wife and you say, I'm accelerating it like crazy. And is she happy? No, she's, no, she's abject miserable. Yeah. Rizzy, right? Her mom died. That's yeah. right. So there's two, it's easy to confuse those two things yeah. or to take it for granted and say, ah, she's, she's going through a good patch right now. I don't have to do anything. No, no. you just maybe don't need to spin the plate as hard. Right. Cause it's spinning, but you've got some good momentum. That's, that's right. Okay. But yeah. That's right. Does that make sense to you? It does. I was going to give you a, a quick example just because we, so we meet as a family on on Mondays. We have a family night, and, and we've talked about that before. Right, right. Um, and uh, this past Monday, it was because I kind of said to my wife, I said, "Hey, I've I've been spinning this plate pretty hard, but you still seem like you're frazzled. Right. You know, you're slowing. Like, what's help me? Right. You know, help help me know what to help do. Help me here. help you. Kind of right. Help me. I want to be a helper, not a hater. Right. Because I like because I like people. <laughs> but but we sat down as a family and said, okay, you know what we're doing right now right. at this moment isn't working and so we got to break our habits and we got to break out of some of these things and what are we going to do because mom she and what it is busy season with her her job and you know her work and right and so we we look and we go okay how are we going to pour back into and serve mom oh, you're accelerating you know right exactly. we don't even need to meet next time no. i'm just going to give you there we go just give me yeah, a name but i'll say now is she happy and eh, she's still pretty frazzled sure but we're but we're working hard to right to you know, try and lessen that and try we're and support her, and we're right. spinning the crap out of You're it. You're being yeah. a pro, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's right. why we, you know, when we came up with this idea of the concentric as a target, mm-hmm. like so, an archery target. Right. And I, on your back is a quiver full of arrows, which are time, energy, money, whatever, right? And you don't know how many. And you don't know how many. You know, the days of your life are like the, the sands of the hourglass or the days of your life. <laughs> you're pulling out those arrows and you're shooting them. You should be pounding them into the center of that. Right concentric right you know you got a couple where they will make the most impact where they make the most most impact that's right uh and that's how you you know you you accelerate your relationships like a pro does right and that's Mm -hmm. why professional standard of care for doctors lawyers engineers is always expressed in this way uh if you don't meet it then you've committed malpractice Mm -hmm. that's a professional standard of care right it's a you know it's that's it's it's unique to professionals Right. right so we've adopted that and incorporated it into this concept that's relational relationship malpractice Right. So you have to act like a pro with your wife. And you don't have to get insurance for it. Right. But there's a standard of care. But there's a standard of care. <laughs> and if you ain't meeting it, right, and exceeding it, then you're committing relationship malpractice because mostly because you're aiming at the wrong targets. Yeah. Your M has to be at the bullseye. And it's not that you're wasting arrows, but it is that you're you're since they're they're not pointed in the right place, you're not you ain't scoring. You ain't scoring. Yeah. Right. You're just you're and I don't mean that. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Um and as a practical matter, all this glib you know imagery aside as a practical matter not glib imagery all this very helpful imagery it is uh if your m fails all the rest of it fails yeah and history including my own is littered with attempts by men to be impactful and virtuous men with a hollowed out core of a marriage because they're not because they're committing relationship malpractice and and i think i I'm attributing this to Bill Clinton. That may not be fair, but I think he so you know, oh, everything's in a box, different boxes That's on right. the shelf. I just keep. I mean, I got this box. I got that. Yeah, the box. Yeah. Uh, the box thing doesn't work. Right. You know, your wife can't be in a box, right? She's dynamic. They're interactive. Right. But you know, a guy who whose whose relationship with his wife is not accelerating, mm-hmm. he will find all of the rest eventually cratering. Yeah. Eventually, a, you know, I, I think of like an old stone arch. Yep, very good know? image. Right, and uh, and that keystone, keystone at the top is the now one I'm thing. That, now I'm wishing that's the way I wrote it up. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we'll make it in version two. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, V2, right, if, right. if it's gone, that arch, it's over. Very much so. There isn't anything else. Very yeah. much so. It just yeah. has to be. 
it has to be accelerating. You cannot avoid it. And men, of course, have tried forever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To to do so. And it doesn't work. You to know, their and this, it doesn't work. I was just happy to be reading Proverbs right now. And, you know, like half of them are about, it seems like, right. you know, living with a, a uh, argumentative life is like living on a corner of a, a corner of a roof, you know, <laughs> you know, an unhappy life is like a, a dripping rain, you know, it's like drenching rain, you know, and things are, those are all true because yeah. men with whose relationships, those wives aren't working. It's, it's destructive. It's so destructive to everything. Yeah. And that's why you might as well not bother with anything else if that one's not right. I mean, you've got to fix that. In, in fact, I upset my kids the other night because I made some comment to the, you know, to the fact that mom wins. Yeah. And they were like, but we're important too. And I said, don't, don't misunderstand. I'm we not matter. saying you're not important. We you're matter. Absolutely. Yes, of course. I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> I want something for myself. Right. That's the way Pop wanted it. All yeah. right. This all goes back to Solomon, speaking of Proverbs, yes. Proverbs, and, you know, he is the one at the end of his life, if you ever want to, you know, read Ecclesiastes, is a very interesting uh, book of your portion of the Bible, not mm-hmm. mine. No, I'm just kidding. Eh. It's all ours, right? <laughs> uh, but he does this study of life at the end of his life, and he's achieved all these things, and because it comes down to the end of the day, ah, right. it's all about your wife, right? <laughs> Enjoy life with your wife, yeah. right? Yeah. Enjoy all the days of this and miserable life. And not your life. concubines. That's right. Enjoy. Well, yeah. That's, you got to set a, set that aside a little bit. But maybe that's what he's getting at, right? I, he he had the power and wealth to, to try anything, and he yeah. did. Right. And he did some, and he built all these things, and he chased after all these things. At the end, he comes down, and was like, ah, oh, it was all, you know, right. it's all meaningless. Turns out, it, yeah. That word appears repeatedly in, in the book of Ecclesiastes. Yes. It's all meaningless. meaningless. What, what, what was meaningful was his relationship with his wife. He figured that out. You know, and but he left a trail. He left a trail. Yeah. Destruction all the way. Craziness, right? right? Yeah. All right. Third spur. Again, yes. first first spur being accelerating fellowship requires relational rhythm. Second spur being the M is him's most important relationship. Third spur is accelerating the M requires both skill and love. Yes. Accelerating the M requires both skill and love. Now, uh, pod packers, you may be looking at your clock right now and realizing we're about forty six minutes and. Um, we're going to wrap this up with this again. This well, M is dense. It's we'll going to make you get there. It's yeah. it's like Carolina fudge. As Laura right. would say, it's going to make your teeth hurt. Right. Yeah. All right. Now, marriage is not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. All right. With tacking, that's a lawyer's joke. I've been married for thirty years, and I can tell you, I didn't figure it out until the last twelve or so that it was never supposed to be easy. Yeah. You know, before that, looking through my own selfish eyes, king of the world as I was, mm-hmm. I thought that. I was supposed to be, you know, marriage was supposed to somehow complete me or whatever. Right. And it does in the sense that it forces you to serve another person, not because you're getting anything right. out of it. Yeah, right? not because there was some hole that now is that, magically that's right. filled right. and now you get all what you right. wanted. And, you know, not until I, tr- I flipped that around. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, I mean, I look back and uh, I had a guy, I mean, this is, you know, my first marriage which failed f- completely for my fault. Uh, I'm in the army and I'm giving one of my standard idiot stand-up comic routines trying to make guys laugh and uh, was telling a story that portrayed my wife in a, in a bad light, mm. you know, to get laughs. That's, right. what a, that's what a miserable SOB I was. And uh, this sergeant major is a high-ranking enlisted guy. You know, and I was a cap, pretty senior captain. And uh, he looks at me in front of other guys and just calls me out. Really? And says, you know, don't you understand, sir? That, a, that your wife is a gift from God. And uh, I said, smart ass that I was. Right. I was like, well, maybe that's true. A lot of times, just sometimes she can be, a, you know, the spawn of Satan or right. something like that. Right. And he looked at me and he goes, you know what? Hearing you say something like that makes me question you as a leader. 
Are you serious? Yeah. Holy moly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, which was a bold thing to do. I mean, very. I bold. was uh, battalion operations officer at the time. For all he knew, I, yeah, I wasn't his boss in the moment, but you I could have very been well soon. been. And yeah. uh, and he did it in front of other people, and he was one hundred percent right. And it, I, it made me very angry, and it crossed my mind to retaliate in some way. Right. But you know, God being the way God is, I didn't. What you said to me, Sergeant Major Ramirez, in that moment, fell on deaf ears and a stiff neck. But twenty years later or so, I dropped down on my knees. And the truth of it came back to me, and I haven't forgotten. So you know what, Amigo? You did the right thing. Yeah. I'm glad you did because I remembered it, and I remember it to this day. You're absolutely right. Um, I was not fit to lead if I could not see my wife as – if I couldn't take care of that relationship. Yeah. How can I expect what to do good are you anything else? else? Yeah. And I never have been able to until I got that right. All right. So there's five points of marital preparedness that yes. are kind of easy to uh, think about. Number one, maintenance is deceleration. Because if you think you're right. just fly, and that goes back to you know the, the balance idea, right? right? Well, if you the, ain't accelerating, you're decelerating. It's the Tommy boy, right? That's right. You know, there ain't I'm no just, third direction. There ain't no third direction. Very good. Second, the culture's a jester. Culture's yeah. constantly going to be throwing stuff yeah. at you that just isn't true. And a lot of the stuff that I thought, you know, you complete me, I'm yeah, you know, that's right, just all that crap. Culture will not help. No, it's a jester. And you have to turn your deaf ears to that. And I'm not saying these people are evil. I'm saying that they're well-meaning. They just don't know what they're talking about. Right. It's just, it's misdirected. It's misdirected. Yeah. It's it's an attempt to, I mean, this whole idea of saying we're pregnant. You are not, got nothing in your womb because you don't she have are. one. She is. You, what you are is the stalwart protector. Right. She's the one who's getting turned up inside out. Right. Not, not you. Not you. Go boil some water. Right. You know, go sharpen a stick. That's your job. <laughs> you know, I just, gosh, it just, to me, it's just, it's so culturally idiotic to yeah. even say yeah. that. Uh, but that's what the culture kind of does. All right. That's third, true. there's no 50 yard line. You're not meeting her at the 50 yeah, to coin flip, you know, and say, well, it's a 50 and she never showed up. You're driving to the red zone, man. Right. You're driving to the red zone. Yeah. You know, what, the, what, what, what this 50 yard line thing does is it makes you uh, scoreboard. Right, so you yeah, withhold you, things you, you know she wants because you, you, she didn't do this, I didn't do that. It doesn't work. Yeah, trash that idea. There's no 50 yard line. Next and fourth, your wife is not your best friend. This is one of those cultural ideas. Yeah, I said this is right along the same lines as we're pregnant. We're pregnant. My wife's my best. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you what. You go tell your best friend that you're struggling with porn. You go tell your best friend that you lack confidence at work and you're afraid you might get fired. You go tell your best friend that, person who's completely de dependent on that. Yeah. If you don't have a best friend, some other guy in a shield lock to tell these things to, then you ain't telling anybody. Yeah. You're just keeping them inside. And I'll tell you another darn thing, because I know this is true for myself. When a guy says that my wife's his best friend, that's a cop-out for him not having one and not doing anything to get one. Because making friends as, an, as a grown man is tough. It is hard. It's hard. Yeah. You got to be vulnerable. You got to ask a guy. You know, you got you, you to gotta be willing to go forth and you're afraid to do it. Of course, you find out after you start doing it that he's dying for it too, right? right? That everybody. But you, you only know, figured it out after that's right. daily discipline. Daily discipline, right? Bricklayer. So just walking around saying, my wife's my best friend is A, idiotic, B, unfair to her because you're not, and unfair to you. Yeah. But, you know, Total she's copy. made for much higher things. Yeah. There's a pedestal out there upon which she is supposed to be placed, and it don't say best friend on it, right? <laughs> That's a different relationship. All right, last one. Joy trumps happiness. Yes, if you're, this is a big one. Right, and if, if your 
the kind of guy as I was that's looking around constantly saying, well, if I'm not happy, something wrong, something wrong with my marriage. Well, you're going to be a grass is greener guy and you ain't never going to be joyful. Right. Right. Which is because joy has nothing to do with happiness. Joy Mm -hmm. is eternal. Joy is a matter of being steady and content regardless of circumstances. Right. You know, but happiness is a, is a, a nice warm day with the yeah. sun out and a full belly. They may overlap they may on overlap. the diagram, but That's they right. are separate things. That's right. You have to yeah. be jo- you have, you're joyful on an empty stomach. Yeah. It's supposed to be. And, and your marriage should be able to withstand that, you know, because your marriage is a team, mm-hmm. right? It's not a community. Right. You know, getting back to that. Community people yeah. live together simply because they agree to do so. There's no rules. No mission, right? no purpose. That's a, that's no, yeah. But that's not what a marriage is. No. Marriage is a team, right? Yeah. And you are the captain of that team, and you are absolutely and wholly responsible for making sure that it is potent and vibrant and does all the things it's supposed to do for the two members of it. Yeah. That's your, that's your, your primary responsibility as a pro. To, on this planet. On this planet yeah. to accelerate that because it's the most important relationship. Yeah. And a lot of that, what I just said, is culturally unacceptable. Good. And, and, and Goo Nation would just want to rip me yep. uh, from limb to limb for because saying Because you're a horrible person, because you're a hater. You're but a... I only say it because I know it's true. Yeah. And uh, if any guy out there is doubting it and needs to do what I did, which is to go ahead and fail to find out, <laughs> I'd say, you be you, bro. If right. you insist, amigo. Right. Go ahead, if you insist. But if you want to dodge the bullet, listen up. Absolutely right. Yeah. You know, Franklin? Yes, sir. One thing I just ask myself when I look at my amp, I can't remember anything, I'll say, who's going to pick you up when you fall, right? Who's going to hang it up when you call? Answer has to be me. Yeah. You know, my friend? What's that? I love you. Yeah. But you got a face for radio. <laughs> oh, this is a podcast, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Who's gonna pick you up when you fall? Who's gonna hang it up when you call? Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, Write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Tweet us at 43feetpodcast or send a carrier pigeon to 43 feet, 1415 South Church Street, Suite B, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28203. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front. Yeah.